go out to LA. Somebody needs to do a song for LA. Straight up. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? If Cody don't pick up this goddamn phone. Yo. I called you on FaceTime. Oh, you, you doing FaceTime? It don't matter. I mean, we got. I got good service. We good. I thought you were gonna do Skype. Nah, I mean, I mean either or is fine, you know. Uh, I don't think I have my. That whole we supposed to find an adapter. Oh, it's about the adapter. You want me to call you on Facetime? Uh, yeah, you can mean shit. Either one is that's cool. Oh, because I'm already recording. Oh, shoot. Can you hear me good? I can hear you good. Oh, shit. I had my mic and shit set up. Oh. I thought you was going to do Skype. Either or. So I'm going to let you know. <laughs> you ain't, you don't need no notes for this. So, look. You're one of my OGs in the game, right? All right. And I can come to you not just for... Um, any type of podcast content or advice. Of course, we know you, 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 the Dr. Dre behind the goddamn editing and, and <laughs> shit like that. But you also have, you got kids, right? Sure do. Four and boys. Four boys. Oh, so you really, and I knew I was calling the right person. I knew I was calling the right person. So I need some, I need some, uh, I need some Southern advice. Um, because recently I just, all right, so this is the deal. So my son plays sports, basketball mainly now. He started out playing, he had three years of football and, um, he was real good. I was, I was probably one of the happiest fathers on this planet watching my son play football because he's just one of those athletic kids, you know, his mama ran track, uh, three-time All-American. So he got it in him, Right. Not um, quite. He doesn't have my jumper. Not yet. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you have to perfect it a certain way. It's a lot of skills, a lot of training going to the jumper that I possess, right? Um, but he, but on a serious note, he's just being like an athletic freak. You know what I mean? Um, started out in LA, you know, and then we moved to the Inland Empire because uh, my, my wife had got a job out this way and it's just a much better area to raise your kids. And um, he started out playing for football for three years, but he ran into some, um, he ran into some teammates that he didn't, me- he didn't mesh with too well. Like it was a, it was a love hate relationship. Like they was very skilled and he was one of the skilled ones, but they were like legit football players. Right. And he was on the outside though, you know, because he's the kid that moved out there from LA now, these are L.A. kids, and they moved out there, but they moved out there, and they formed a relationship with each other prior 
to my son moving out there. Um, and my kid is one of those kids that just want to be friends. You know, he just, he want to be cool with everybody. And he doesn't understand that there's kids out there that may not like him for a certain reason or whatever the case may be. And it is just one of those things where you just got to, you got to learn how to hold your own, you know? Um, so he decided that he wanted to stop playing football because he also, even though he was good in it, he was also scared. Um, and he didn't have that dog in him when it came to football. Um, and he got by just off of his athleticism and special play calling. (laughs) Um, and then he decided to go, uh, basketball full time. Starting out with basketball, he was... Phenomenal. Like he was just, he, if I had to compare his game to an NBA player, he was like Westbrook. He was going a thousand miles per hour. I would say Westbrook and Iverson, but Iverson was out, was out the skill set because he couldn't dribble with his left. He really couldn't shoot that good, but he will lock in on you. He will steal the ball 18 times a game. He would, you know, he had the heart to go to the hole and he would mop that floor because he, he would hit the floor all all game, every game. We switch, right. you know, but you know with AAU basketball, um, people switch teams all the time. They switch organizations all the time, whether it's because of money, uh, certain tournaments that they want to be in, certain teams that they want to play or teammates that they want to play with, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what we did. We switched um, a we switched teams like twice, two organizations or whatever, and you know he wanted to be closer to his cousin. Uh, I personally had goals for him to get better in basketball, so I wanted him to get deeper training. I wanted him to play against tougher competition, and it set him back. So for the past two years, I've actually seen my son as far as skill set, not even just as far as um, I would say, what's the word I'm looking for? Confidence. I've seen his confidence deteriorate over the past two years. And I'm not sure if it was the coaching. I'm not sure if it was the lack of training that he was getting because he did get, he got special privileges when it came to the training. And I, I don't mean during the training, but, you know, we didn't have to pay what everybody else was paying. Right. Um, he did get barked at a little bit, which is technically a privilege. You know what I mean? Because the, they always said if the coach don't yell at you, he might not like you. You know. Right. Um, and so they stayed. the The owner, the owners to the to the top trainers stayed on his bumper. And Goldie, I used to when he was on his when he was on his tear, like. I used to get opposing coaches or just coaches from other teams and other parents used to come up to me during the summer league or during certain tournaments and be like, that's your son? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, man, he is so, you know what I'm saying? He's so good. He, he got so much energy. And he was always the, the player that the other players look to for that spark. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but over time, he went from being a starter to like being the guy to just being a starter, to coming off the bench. And that was all because of his confidence. But it was also because of his skill set as well. The more and more you grow, the more and more you have to know how to use your left hand. Um, you got to learn different uh, defense 
tech, uh, defensive techniques, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Knowing how to run the play, knowing how to attack a zone, um, all that. And he wasn't catching on as quick. I want to say some of it, uh, there's a, there's a percentage of him being lazy. Um, and I seen his confidence go down. He got injured last year when we switched to a new, new program and he had got a fracture in his foot. So he was out for some months. Uh, when he finally got the cast removed, you know, the doctor said, give him about another three weeks to another month before he gets involved into any uh, physical activity. Mm-hmm. And so that's when me and my wife agree, like, you know what? He'll be going into high school this year. Um, so this will be his last year at 13, no, 14U. Oh, well, he'll be going into 14U. Um, and this would be it. Like you get to high school, that's it. You know, I, I, the parents definitely got to step back because where I'm from, we don't question the coaches. Right. Right. Uh, we wouldn't even allow, my parents wouldn't even allow it in practice, but it's different these days. You know, it's a goddamn, the practices look like damn games now. Um, and so my concern was he's still not at the level that he needs to be at. Even if he's just supposed to be an average ball player, he's not there yet because I've seen him deteriorate. So we said we're going to get him into some personal training. We get him into personal training. He goes twice a week. Not to mention, this wasn't his first personal trainer. We had two to three other personal trainers prior to this, but it wasn't consistent because of, you know, it's just distance and et cetera. Um, So he goes twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, and the training is real good. And he works out with, there's, there's a mixture of kids, you know, 10 year olds, 12 year olds, 16 year olds, etc. The Tuesday, Goldie, there were, it was a two on two. They usually play two on two just before the practice is over. It was him and a high schooler. He had to be somewhere in the 10th, maybe the 11th grade, but you could tell that he was, Developing his skills as well. The dude was six four. The other two. How tall, how tall is your son? My son is just a little. I have a tall wife. I think my wife is about five, five seven. I think around five seven, five six. So my son is pro is 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 just a an inch shorter than her. Like he's going to catch her within a couple of months. Right. Um, but he's taller than the other two kids that they were playing against. Matter of fact, the guard uh, is a year younger than him, and then the girl was like two years younger than him and shorter than the guard. And they were going against, I mean, and he, and he had the 6'4 high schooler. Uh, Goody, they lost. They lost. Now, you would say, well, how come a guy that big couldn't just dominate. Well, it's not, it wasn't that type of two on two. It was more like both of them had to do the work. He was doing a lot of the work, even though he wasn't as skilled. Um, He needed a lot of work. But my son went from attacking a basket to passing everything. So to the point where the trainer had to come to me and say, look, bro, I don't even want to waste your money. I do not want to take your money. I've told him several times how to do it, when to do it, to continue to do it, and he's not responding. It's like 
after once, twice, maybe three times, um, I can get it. You know, you're still working on it. But if I tell right. you four, five, six, seven, eight times, bro, you're just not doing it. So I'm not going to train you and take your parents' money if you're not going to pick it up. My son likes to respond with, when I ask him stuff, I don't know. Nothing. You know what I mean? That's, that's a normal kid reaction. Right. And so, but now I'm at the point where it's been a long time and I've seen, and me and my wife have seen him go from just, just athletic freak to a pedestrian. And to the point where we let him finish out that training, I went to work the next day and I was texting my wife a long ass paragraph. In between that paragraph, she called me and we started talking about it. I was like, you called me just in time because I was just about to send this over to you. And I was about to say, and what what the message was saying was, if his ass want to be basic, then he's going to get basic clothing. He's going to get basic everything, meaning he's not getting no basket. He's not getting no hoop shoes. He's not getting no graphic t-shirts. He's not getting none of that. He's going to walk around in basic ass vans, sweats, and plain t-shirts. And he has to earn everything because his school is, is his school is involved as well. Like his grades be slipping a little bit and it's shit that don't need to be slipping. I don't care if you have an athletic background you're not supposed to have anything less than a damn A in PE. Am I right, Goldie? Um, well, that should be exactly an A plus. It yes, should no you, should be, plus. You, you should be overachieving, overachieving, yeah, no doubt. So, you know, and he struggles with the basic, you know, the 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 normal classes that a lot of America struggles with math. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and so we understand that, but also we still push him to work harder, et cetera, et cetera. And it was like, and my wife says, well, you're, you know, and I, and I try to be quiet and I, and as a father, you're the bad cop in the marriage, you know, and the mom is, you know, the, and the mom gets off sometimes. She, she, she goes off, but that is not the same type of, effect that it comes from when it comes from the dad because the child can sometimes try to impress the father or just receive the message the wrong way um so what my wife pointed out and this is where I'm gonna need you to come in at is that what a lot of people some people don't know is that that is my stepson technically right Mm-hmm. But that's my son. I've been raising him since he was two years old. <clears throat> right. Um, he may not have my genes, but everything else from you know certain parts of his uh, a small percentage or a large percentage of his, of his personality, uh, the things that I buy, the food that I provide, that's through me. Right. Um, she said. He doesn't have a a relationship with his real dad, and at to to the to to the point where he blocked his dad from calling him. You know what I mean? Um, right. Because his dad was one of those. His dad wasn't mature at the time. I'm not sure where he's at in life, 
right now, but you know, he was he would say things like, you know, my son had to have a good football game, score maybe one or two touchdowns, and he'll say, but he'll point out the pass that he didn't catch or the missed tackle or something like that. That's how right. his dad was. And even though his dad may be, you know, he could have said it in a joking way, my son took it to the heart. So the lack of relationship he has with his real dad um, could still be affecting him. And I never, I never thought of it that way until my wife said it because she also said that sometimes he feels like an outsider because technically, you know, when my, when my family is, a four, is, is, is four of us, everybody has the same last name except for him, you know? And then mm-hmm. by Bailey being the girl, being the baby, that's just, right. you know, she's getting it from, from, from being the youngest and from being a girl. You know what I mean? The attention, right. the certain type of attention. And by him being 10 years older than his sister, you know, he's not going to get that same type of pampering. Um, So it's like, it's difficult, you know? And it's like, I expect a lot out of him because I've seen a lot already. But I'm at a, I'm at a crossroad right now because I feel like I have to, I feel like my next move is to call his dad and explain everything to him and like try to figure out how he can be rightfully be in his son's life to where we can fix this because it's almost like my wife feel like she feels like we got to take him to therapy. Possibly. Possibly. That's, that's not, that's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all to do. So, I mean, so we record, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, some, from, from someone who's coming from, um, who's, who's, who's come from a, a situation just like that. I didn't have a relationship with my father. I was raised by my stepdad, um, who I consider to the day he died as my father. Um, that's something that I dealt with at that age. Um, you know, your, your dad promising you things and he not coming through. And for me and my stepdad, he always just did. And when those, when those times happened, when, uh, he would let me down, my, my biological father would let me down. He was always there to pick me up. And then over time, I just grew over to the point where as I got older to my, my later teens, it just, it became normal for me to not even care what my biological father did for me because my, my, my stepdad was the one that was there for me all the time anyway. So I relied on him more than anything. You know, I took on his characteristics. I took on, you know, the way he, the way he pursued life, you know, how he took care of his family and, and, you know, you, you take on those demeanors, you know? So, um, if if constant is something that and and I and, and I know like we talk all the time and, and that's one thing I know that as a family they, like it's not taboo for you guys to take constant and if that's something that that helps you I'm sure to help him mm-hmm. you know and, I, and I'm more than sure it's a confidence thing and a lot of time me dealing with youth over twenty plus years in sports and we we kind of forget about the psychology of the game 
You know, you see a kid that's got all the physical tools. They can run, jump, you know, athletic. You know, they're smart. They think on their feet. But then it's just that one moment of time where they're spaced out. They're not there. Mentally, they're not there. And you kind of forget about the psychology of it, of the kid being a kid. Right. And he may, you know, and we thinking, well, you're a kid. You got nothing to worry about, but they do. You know what I'm saying? How they look, how they dress, how people accept them. You know what I'm saying? Um, how's the home life? Are they getting the things that they that they want that usually keep them happy in their little bubble? So you, those things as, as a coach, you know, you want to look at and, and take into account and, and sit them down. And what, what, what it really happens, man, it's funny, bro, because a lot of times with my kids, when I was coaching my kids, my kids would not respond to me, right? Even though I, they were on my team and I was coaching them, they wouldn't respond to me. They would respond to to one of the other coaches. And I we would be, we would be saying, so I would sit down with, with, with my son and, and with my, with my boys and we'll talk and I'll, I'll, ex, I'll express to them about what they're doing right or what they're doing wrong on, on the, on the field, wherever the sport they're playing. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't respond to me. So I'll pull one of the other coaches to the side and say, Hey man, this was going on. Have a talk with him. And they'll sit down and have the same conversation. Talk about the same thing, give the same advice, and the kid respond to it. You know, and so for him to have that conversation, and, and I would get the same response that you're getting from your son right now. You know, you ask him, hey man, what's going on? I don't know. Because they're just they're feeling something, but he's just not comfortable enough to open up to to say it. You know, so I would go to one of his coaches and 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 say, Hey man, this is what I think is going on. Do you mind, or somebody that you trust that you you don't have, you know, that you feel comfortable enough to have those type of conversations with, with your son, and it's and it's it can't be it can't well it can come from your wife, but this is this is a a, a a boys thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's something that that has to she has to be able to relate. Now if she can relate. He opens up to her, perfect. But it has to come from somebody that can relate to what's, what he's going through and be able to articulate to him um, how to how to get over the obstacles that he's, he's running into right now. Right. Well, the thing is, um, he does open up to her <coughs> a lot more than he does with me. Uh, uh-huh. But then he will, uh, he, he'll open up when we're both talking to him. And it's just, we've just seen like a pattern. And I know... Like, you know, living, you know, staying where we stay at and things like that. And we're like the the cool parents. But sometimes right. we can be a little too cool and kids will take advantage of that. Uh, but, the, and the thing is, it'll get ugly to where, you know, they'll get too comfortable and then that's when we get gangster. And then it's right. like, they straighten up after that, but it's just not, it's not consistent. And we try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, yo, we're giving you this type of freedom. We're giving you this type of trust. And we expect for you to respect that. Um, right. And that's just, that's in, it, that's on and off the court. And right. like you said, you can go to another coach or go to another male figure that he'll probably respond um, the right way from. But actually there's, 
I don't think, you know, and, and it, there's, this, this is not even, well, he's a coach, but he's just training. You know what I'm saying? This is not like, a, you know, this is not an official coach figure at the moment to where, you know, he's sitting down talking X's and O's. So I feel like it's deeper, it's deeper than the game because he knows he has to get better talent wise. Well, not talent wise, but skill set wise, he has to get much better. But I feel like it's deeper than that. And like I told my wife, I'm like, yo, I might have to call his dad. I might have to do that because if that's one of the issues, then we need to iron it because it's stopping him from being, from progressing in all areas. If it, if it was just sports, then that's one thing. But when it comes to like school, sports, and then even in like his hobbies, and when I say his hobbies, I mean like his his acting on the side is like, he has to understand that all failure isn't bad failure. Um, meaning, you know, he goes on these auditions and he's probably been on 50 plus auditions and he's only landed one gig so far. Um, right. But you got to keep on. You got to keep on. You got to look at it just like the tournaments. Like one Saturday, you're going to play like four, maybe five games. That whole weekend, you're going to play about five or six games. You're not going to win all of them. You're damn sure not going to win all the tournaments, and you're not going to win all the games. But the next so, week or the two weeks later, you're going to be right back at it again. So do you think Do you think he's overwhelmed with doing too much? Um, no, nah, I mean, because at this point, that, that, that is a good question. But at this point, like, Goldie, like, put yourself in his shoes. Even though we came in, we, we, we all came up in different eras. So we know, like, sports to us was just. That was life. <laughs> that was life. Like, yeah. you didn't have to tell us to go out there we and out. play. We out. We out. <laughs> but we're talking about there's three aspects of his life that he just got to, he got, he has to pay attention and focus on. And two right. of those are basically, Hobbies, you know what I mean? Like you got to go to school, Goldie. You had to go to school, right? And your parents yeah. told you only thing that you got to you ain't even got to pay no damn bills. You got to go get good grades, right? And I always tell my kids, and I try to simplify for them as best as I can, and let them understand that hey, this mom and dad has their job, and you you try to you you, you give them that list to let them see how big and how humongous your list is of what your job entails. You know what I'm saying? Going to work, trying to make a living, taking care of them, paying bills, and all, all the things that come with being an adult. And then you try to simplify, I try to simplify for them to the point where there's only three things in your life that's your job, right? That's being respectful to elders, getting good grades in school, Right yep. and being res and being responsible, and when and under that responsible category comes doing your homework, you know, doing your chores, you know, uh, being a lead, being a leader amongst each other, you know that. And so you, you give them those three things, and, and I'm always hounding on them about those three things, and it simplified it for them to the point where, okay, that makes sense. I, I don't have. You're not overburdened with a lot. You really don't have a lot on your plate. It seems like you got a lot, but you really don't. You know, and, it, and if you feel that way, that you feel overburdened, by all means, tell me. Because they wish you washy. Sometimes they'll come to me. Sometimes they'll go to the wife. 
you know, and then sometimes they'll get on the phone and call their nana, which is her mother, and and add a laundry with them. And of course, you know, they're going to call back. She's going to call back and tell us what it is. Mm-hmm. And then we got to, you know, cloak and dagger and have that conversation with them about what's going on. But, I mean, I wouldn't rule anything out. You know what I'm saying? Because it may be something that when he was playing sports, I had him in football, baseball, basketball, all this kind of stuff. And one, it was it was a it was a burden on me and the wife to try to get him. It's three of them going, three moving parts going all over the place. So we had to kind of curtail that, and it kind of settled down when they got middle school, and they got to pick the sports that they wanted to play, and it was easier. But sometimes it becomes a, a burden to them because that's if you think about it, that's their job. You know what I'm saying? But they're playing all these sports and stuff like that. That's what their feelings are tied into. That's what their emotions are attached to. So he may, he may see going from watching the kids at five years old, he's dominating these five year old kids and those same kids in his age group are they're now 10, 11 and 12, you know, whatever age group he's in right now. And those kids are getting better and surpassing him. And he's, he's got to work harder than he was before to try to get better at what he's doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that that can be causing stress as well. You know, I, I would rule out the father thing. And I, I mean, I would, I really wouldn't want to, this is my personal opinion. And this, this is, you know, I'm not saying this is what you should do, but I don't want to insert a, a something that, that was never there in the beginning. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you you're not there financially supportive. You're not there emotionally supportive. But I want I would want to try to get that out of him first before I insert that that factor back into his life. Because it could it could that can you can insert him back into his life and then it is just ruined you know, it makes makes the situation worse. Because you know they'll start to promise him things and want to be the good guy because they're part time. They're not full time. He, you know, he wants to be in good graces, and then we'll put all the, you know, leave it to you and the wife to be the bad cop and have to clean up this mess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I would really want to get to him and be able to talk to him and really understand, you know, what is the problem, and that has to be somebody again. That trainer, if if that's part of the game, psychology of sports is a major part of the game. And if if he can't if he can't involve that to get the kid back on the right track, and you only want to focus on the kid as an athlete and not put the psychology into the game as well, then that's really not the, the, the best trainer for him to have. You know what I'm saying? Because right. at the end of the day, that's what you're there for. You know, mind, body, and soul. You know, when you play sports, you put your mind, body, and soul in it, and that's and that's just part of it. And if you if you only worrying about you know, if you're only worrying about the body and you're not worrying about the mind and the soul of the kid, then you're not the person I need to be, be training my kid. You know, you just, you, you're in this thing to, to actually make a payday and see what kids you can get to be the best, but don't want to put that extra effort into making that kid a complete athlete. You know, because you know how it is. When you went from, from junior high to high school, the game got faster. Yep. And from high school to college, the game got faster. And you had to, and that wasn't that wasn't your physical skills. You were just as good as those juniors and seniors when you was a freshman. But the mental game 
is where you had to you had to make the game slow down for you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that and that's part of what that trainer is supposed to be there for to attack that mind, by, that that soul, and that and 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 the mind of that kid to get him to understand how to make this game move slower. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you, I want you to run from point A to point B, but how do I get from point A to point B? And when I feel frustrated, what do I do with these frustrations? You know what I'm saying? When do I expand these, these frustrations? How do I get rid of them to get back to where I was normally when I when I was when I was on the junior high level or the high school level? You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it, you know, dealing with, with kids, it, it's, a, it's almost, it's like a labyrinth. You got to make a turn and, and hit a wall and, okay, let's go back the other way. Hit a wall, let's go back the other way till you get to the end of that finish line. You know what I'm saying? And, and for you to sit here and, and actually want to put a plan together, then you're ahead of the game. You know what I'm saying? Because most people will be like, just like you said in the beginning of in the show, you know, I want to, if he want to be basic, I'm going to let him be basic. You know what I'm saying? But that's not taking care of the problem. That's just brushing over it and like, okay, no more basketball shoes, no more, you know, the things that, that he loved to do, you know? And that right. means he's going to start suffering in school. He's going to start fighting rebelling. You know, we've all done it, you know? And, and for us, you know, parents were more into trying to make a living to, to help us survive to now that we're to the position where in our lives that we can be emotionally and, and, and physically in our kids' lives. You know what I'm saying? How many times my mom used to, we used to walk to the park to go to go to football practice. My mom didn't drop us off with wears. I drop them off. I'm actually one of the coaches. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're an integral part into his development. So you're always there. So that's something that has to be looked at is where, okay, so how do I reach him? There's something got to be to reach him. It may be, you know what? Let's just go to the park, shoot some hoops, let's just play a game. For every shot I make, I tell you something about me. For every shot you make, I, you tell me something about you. Oh, it's every shot you miss, you tell me something about you. You know? So you got to play a little psychology with him to get it out of him. You know? Okay. Well, that's why I called you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, man, it, because uh, again, like what you said about um, about the whole, you know, uh, the the whole basic thing, you know, basic shoes, basic not buying them this, not buying them that. Um, that was being a bad cop until my wife was like, "Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's going to work." Um, <laughs> that you know, because I was because I was upset because I got tired of I got tired of him being lazy. Around the house, I got I got tired of not I'm not understanding like the assignments that you're missing and like how's this like like bro how are you getting uh, a low percentage grade in PE and it's like this is what you do and but we don't have like you don't know why and I'm like right it was it's just eating me up inside and 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 the thing is. Most of the time, I will say most of the, not all the time, but most of the time, my wife is not there when I am giving him those motivational speeches. She she might assume that I'm chopping his head off, but I'm really not. You know, right. most of the time I do chop his head off. She's right there. But those 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 ride homes, like I'm I'm telling them, like, you know, I believe in them and I know what she was doing prior to all of this. And it's like and I'm trying to tap into that 
to 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 the deep part, but it's just not it's just not getting there. And I'm like, the main reason why we continue to have these talks is because eventually he has to go out into the real world. Eventually right. he has to get to a situation where we can no longer help him or assist him, you right. know? And that's the part we're trying to like let him like he has to understand that. He has to yeah. understand that because we tell him time and time again, bro, we, we don't want you to be in a situation where you have to clock in and clock out at a job that you don't like. Right. You're in an opportunity where you can showcase your talent in basketball. You, you're in a situation where we're putting you in a situation where like we're, you're doing your hobbies, you're working on your hobbies. And I told him this, I said, if you want, and my wife has said it, uh, we've asked him plenty of times, do you even want to play sports anymore? And that's, and if you don't, that's fine. But the thing is, you will find something to do. Right. And whatever you find or whatever you want to do, you're still going to have to put the same amount of, of training in, studying, researching, whatever the case may be. If you wanted to be a goddamn painter, you're going to have to figure out how to do that the best way you can. So right. you're not going to sit up here and keep quitting and giving up on things that you want to do and then find something else and not work at it. If you don't want to play basketball, that's fine. He quit football, got over that, you know, and but understood that, you know, he's a, he does the acting thing. Bro, I need you to go 110%. I can't be in those auditions with you. You know, I can't, you know, I can't, when they call your name, we can't sub and I go do it for you. We can't do it like that. Right. It's your time to shine. And that's where we at. Yeah, and, then, and as a parent, sometimes we have to make that tough call. We just have to make that tough call. Like my my middle son, he loves he loves football. He eat, he eats, drinks, and sleeping just like I do. You know, we'll sit down of all three of my boys um, that that live with me, me and the wife. Uh, the other two don't. They don't. They were they were really they were built for it. Physically, they were built for it. Right. So they 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 flourished at it, but they weren't really students of the game. Whereas he, he will sit down with me and we'll talk about plays and he'll ask questions, why did he run this route? And and now to the point now, he was like, man, that was dumb. He should have ran this, that, and the other, the third, and that would have worked. And you just take it back like, but damn, he listened to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at, at some, I say that to say that you you have to find something to put you both on a level where he feels comfortable to be able to open up and say, cause like he may not like acting. He may just be doing it because it was, a, it was an avenue and it's frustrating to him, but he just don't want to tell, let tell you because he don't want to disappoint you. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's something has to be said or something has to be done for him to feel comfortable enough to, well, he he doesn't feel like I'm letting my mom and my dad down because you know at the end of the day they 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 are our they are our world and we're their world. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we we know we try as an adult we can see when okay I'm getting ready if I do this I'm gonna disappoint him. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna disappoint her. Whereas he doesn't have that that idea of how and how I can tell my parents. I'm not trying to be vain or ugly, but 
I just don't want to do this anymore. I want to focus on this. I want to focus on that. And then they start rebelling through other things, lacking the school, schoolwork is being lacked on, not doing chores, not being responsible, just laying around the house being lazy, you know, picking up bad habits and to 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 alleviate that stress. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's a it's a it's a balance act, man. It, it's a it's a and being that you got a boy and a girl, and it's <laughs> it, it's tough, man. It, it's tough, and and we all learn and we all going through it, you know, and, and we all use each other as a sounding board, you know, even off the pot, even if we weren't recording, we would still, you know, we'll still be having this conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To try, because yeah. we want the best for our kids, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you have to find some way to reach them. You know, like I said, my opinion, I would not insert the absentee father. I would not do that unless he acknowledges that's what he want to do. And again, as parents, we don't know all the answers. So taking him to a child psychologist just might not be a bad thing. Right. Put him, put him in a, in a, in a, in a space where, you know, they can do what they do. Cause we don't know all what goes into child psychology. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to call him the expert, <laughs> you know, to help out and, and, and help each other learn tools on how to, to, you know, communicate with each other. It's all about communication. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, you're not, you're not a mean, you're not a, a bad parent. You know what I'm saying? You know, when it's time to be rough and tough, you gotta be rough and tough with them. Right. But you, but when it's time to be fair and, and, and gracious and, and give them things that they want, they get that too. You know, and, and just like you said before, taking it away, just like I said, it just may not be the answer. It just may not be the answer. It may make it worse. So, it, you know, you would have to just find that, either that outlet or go to that child psychologist or, or you know, it may just be a tough love situation. Right. You know, I, it, when, and, and it's, it's funny sometimes because you know how it is. It's, it's the, the mom, mom is so loving and so caring and so nurturing and we're kind of, we're off and on with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, be a boy. Whereas mom is, she never turns that love and that nurture off. You know right. what I'm saying? We, we're trying to, we're trying to build up a, a, a black young man into a, into a grown man. You know, and that comes with tough love because this world is cruel. You know? Yeah. So. And the cold part about it is like when it comes to Bailey, she, <laughs> We don't know, like, she ain't got no problem with whatever she going to do, she going to do it. We don't know if she want to be a damn princess or a rugby player. Whatever day that's what she on, that's what we on. Yeah. <laughs> as long as she, <laughs> as long as she happy. And she, be, and she be on it. One minute, one minute she climbing on the wall doing backflips and all kind of Spider-Man shit. And then the next minute she just want to cuddle. Yeah. I mean, I have a, a friend of mine and uh, it makes sense. You know, she had her her little boy. You know, he would come out to the field, and I he'll have cowboy boots on, a cape, you know, and and a Power Ranger mask and boxing gloves. It can't tell him nothing. It can't tell him nothing. And I'm like, why would you let your kid come out the house like that? She said, I tried to put him on regular clothes, tennis shoes, and it was always a fight, and he was always grumpy, he was always frustrated. 
Now, we got to understand it now when you go to school or we go to the doctor's office, we got to dress appropriately. But if it's fun activities, who cares? Let him do what he want to do. Let him have fun. And it just works. Yeah. You know, and he's just a happier kid for it. And it made sense. It's like, that's true. You know, it's like when you know, you know, no one to pick your battles. And that yeah. goes for all of us. It's like with, with the wife. We, I know when to shut up. Oh, when it comes to the wife, <laughs> just trust me. I know when to, shoulders down. Right. <laughs> Oh, right. damn. There's been times where I had to apologize, and I was the right one. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just, you know what? It's, it's just it's just not worth it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll be up here, even though I know I'm right, you know, but to to make sure that we get back into a harmonious situation, I'm just going to go ahead and let it go. Right. And, and move on. And I'll pick it up at another later date when we both cool the cooler heads prevail. Or Something happens, a situation happens. I'll give you an example. Uh, my father-in-law has been going, you know, he's been sick, right? Mm-hmm. So we got the floors redone, got the carpet tore out, put hardwood floors down, and uh, we had turned her study into his into his room while he was going through his health issues because he couldn't climb the stairs. So I was like, "Hey, let's put the bed, let's put the the bed back into your study and that's her space. And I get why she didn't want to do it because that's her space. You know what I'm saying? She want to put her space back the way she wanted. She wanted her she shed to be like her she shed. You know what I'm saying? She didn't want no bed in there. But I was explaining to her that you never know when the next time he's going to get sick. He's not getting younger. He's getting older. So let's already be prepared for it. So fast forward two months, we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with it. And she would never give in. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm tired of fussing about it. I'm just going to let it come to pass. Fast forward two months, he got sick. And she comes and she said, I know, I know, I know. You ain't got to tell me. But, babe, can you please put this bed back up? Because my dad's coming in because he's ill again. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And just went on here and put it up. But, you know. You got to throw your shot in there every now and then. I told you so, yeah. but it's, it's okay. I'm going to put it up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> Don't rub it in, fellas. Don't rub it in because it ain't no. going to be good. Nah, it ain't going to be good, but, you know, throw your shot. Let's speak your peace, though. Yeah. Speak and your make peace. sure it's on the good day. Make sure it's on the <laughs> right. day where she feel good. And just be like, yeah, remember that day I told you? I told you. <laughs> I know what's going to happen, but that, that goes, that's, you know, that applies for the kids, too, man. It's just we got to pick our battles, and sometimes... You know, we got to understand, hey, I don't know everything. We don't. And then sometimes we got to reach out to people that can help me, you know, to, to figure this out. Yeah. You know, so, but, you know, end of the day, man, he he's he's a boy. And you know how we, we were boys. And you know how we get to our feelings. You know how we get to our little ruts. And then sometimes mama can't, nurturing and love just don't pull that out of them. You know what I'm saying? That's Sometimes true. they need that tough love. And if tough love ain't working, the nurturing ain't working, then we got to find something else. But I would not, that's just me though, I would not in, 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 insert the absentee form. I, I, that would be something that he would have to ask me for, for before I would actually do that. Okay. I mean, well, that's why I called you, Goldie. Because mm-hmm. you 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 probably you're not the only one that got the answer, but you're the only one that got the answer. 
Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> a broke clock, a broke clock right twice a day. And I, and I called you during the right time. <laughs> <laughs> Goldie, let them know where they can find you at. Uh, you, you can find us at, man, shout out to my co-host, Smash. You can find us at talkerbrothers.com, T-A-L-K-A-B-R-O-T-H-A. Where you can find the same name on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But other than that, man, I, I appreciate the love, bro. You know, I'm always here. Well, no, I appreciate that. Like I said, sometimes you got to go to your OGs. You got to summons the gods and for them to come down, to break it down for you. Yeah, for, man. So it can make sense. Like I said, make it make sense, you know? Yeah, because it makes no sense for us to run into that brick wall, man. When we, you know, that that's one thing about, about our generation that we we've learned from our parents and and understand we come from the generation of the absentee father you know what i'm saying right so we understand what it means to that's why you are you're a full-time dad that's why i'm a full-time dad you know because we experienced that and then that made us better men for what we're doing you know rather rather he's my right. child or not i'm still father you know, and, and from somebody who's right. coming from that experience, who who had an absentee father and had a stepdad from the age nine, step up and and show me how to be a man, and show me how to be a father, and show me how to be responsible. You know, that's what it's all about, man. You don't have to make the baby to be a father. You just a sperm. You just a sperm. Mm, I, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. Let's get it. Get out of here. Can I borrow a dollar? <laughs>